Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is a show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book, I do the review, stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to and hopefully enjoy. Joining me today, like normal, is Juliana. Say hello, Juliana. Hello, everyone. And today we are going to be talking about a not a novel. Oh, we're going to be talking about a, a short story collection. Nice. It's by Ursula K. Le Guin. Uh, which everybody knows from, you know, Left Hand of Darkness and all of the other kind of things, but uh, where she was very successful with her short stories, novellas, novelettes, etc. Nice. And a lot of these have been like, they're all like, you know, every other story is like nominated for the Hugo Award. <laughs> this won the Hugo Award for novella or novelette. And this one was a short story. So there's lots of lots of uh, interesting stories in this right. collection. It's called The Unreal and the Real Selected stories of Ursula K. Le Guin. And it came in two volumes. I listened to this. It's part of the Audible Free Library. Okay. So if you've got an Audible subscription, membership, whatever you call it, you get one credit a month. Yeah. And, you know, I get through those credits, no problem. But also, they have the free library, and you can just look through and say, "Give what's for free? What can I just listen to without having to spend a credit, yeah. just being a, an audible member? I like member? that. Yeah. And this was one of them. And I saw it, ah, Unreal and the Real, Ursula K. Le Guin. Because, you know, like, I've, I, I recently have read a few more of hers. What was it? The City of Illusions and yes. the... Um, not the dispossessed. What is it? The Planet of Exiles, and so you know, it's yeah, a little yeah, bit of yeah. a hey, let's catch up with some of these Ursula K. Le Guin stories, yeah, uh, like some novels that I've not read, and in this case, short stories that I've not read. Yeah, turns out I recognised a few of these stories. Oh, not right. that many, but you know, because you read them, like you read other well, short yeah, story yes. collections. And, yeah, exactly. That's what I just wanted to say. Like, it depends on what kind of a collection you're reading. There might have been uh, yeah. other collections where they collect a difference books so there might be an overlap i'm sure these a lot of these stories have been in the you know uh best of the year you know best collections something something on this theme whatever or maybe i've just read them i don't know as individual individual but i don't read a lot of individual short stories normally Mm. but in the past i have read a lot of you know short story collections and bits and pieces like that so that is the setup now in on audible this mm-hmm. is split into two sections. In fact, this is it was published in two sections. But the there's a there's a Goodreads page which is um it's just called I don't know where's the Goodreads page. No, let me look for it here. Oh yeah, this is it. Uh, the Unreal and the Real number one and two. So I'm going to talk about both of these collections okay. together. Okay. You know, because there's no right. point in talking about them individually because th- they are a collect. The two collections together is a single collection right. called The Unreal and The Real. It just happens to be two volumes. And then it's published in two volumes and yeah. it's also two different Audible, um, uh, uh, I was going to say purchases or credits, but it's not. It's like whatever they are. Yes. So uh, two- published in two things. The first section is called um the oh man i should just go here so the first one is called the unreal and the real selected stories of ursula kayla Gwynn, volume one where on earth mm-hmm. and this is lots of like uh, fiction but it's not like science fiction there's a few science fictiony kind of things and there's a few fantasy-ish kind of things but it's mostly like short literary fiction set on earth even if some of the places on earth are a bit fantastical or like not real countries okay um so that's the first book uh, and then the second collection is the unreal and real selected stories of ursula kayla Gwynn, volume two outer space inner lands and this is all the science fictiony stuff set on other planets mostly set on other planets or alternative earths right um, okay so i want to concentrate mostly on the second collection 
Yeah. Because the first collection isn't really what uh, it wasn't really what I wanted going into a an Ursula K. K. Le Guin story because I thought, oh, it's mostly going to be science fiction and fantasy, but the first half is going to be science fiction and fantasy set on Earth, mm-hmm. and the second half is going to be in the Hainish cycle. You know her Hainish novels, all yes. the novels, yeah. like best known novels, are all set in this Hainish cycle. Yeah. Um, and it turns out it's that's not the case. A lot of the stuff, a lot of the stories in the first uh, book aren't actually science fiction or fantasy. They're just you know stories yeah i mean it's um, called the unreal and the real that doesn't no no no, no because mean... the unreal the, the stuff that happens in the the first the section yeah i think the name of it is talking about the unreal and the real is that in the unreal you find real humanity so in right. these unreal stories we yes. find what is real about humanity yes rather than the first stories the, the stories in the first book could have really happened because they're set on earth and the stories in the second are you know fantastical because they're set in outer space hmm. It, I, I think it's a little. I think the naming is a little bit more subtle than that. And also, volume one would then be the real, and volume two would be the unreal. But it says unreal and the real. It doesn't matter. Like we don't need to go into too much about the name. Okay. The first book. In fact, I made some notes here. The first, the first stories. In fact, I didn't make my notes about the the first uh, the first collection, except broad notes. The first four or five stories are set in a in a fake Eastern European country called Orsinia, mm-hmm. which is a bit, you know. Czechia, Slovakia, what you know, whatever it's going to be, and yeah. it's kind of like, oh, there's some, you know, socialism and then communism and whatever that kind of stuff going on there. Fine stories, don't have much to say about them. Then there come a few really, really interesting country uh, stories. One called the Diary of the Rose. Yeah. Which is a fantastic dystopia kind of like, I wouldn't say 1984, but someone who is like having like their brain fixed up. Okay. And normally this is used for people with like epilepsy or like mental illness, like really yeah. strong, like mental disabilities. Yeah. Um, but he's like, no, no, I'm a political. No, I'm, I, I'm, you know, not me. And they're like, what? And they're like, no, 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 I'm a political prisoner. And they're like, but you're meant to be insane. And it's that whole kind of like being I'm treated here wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, being treated for insanity. But part of your plea is that you're not insane, and you're coming. And otherwise, you'd be. And it's a really fun story. Tragic. You know, a lot of these stories are like tragic stories about like this setup. And I thought that one. Um, the I, my note is lobotomy time. Uh, uh-huh. the, the diary <laughs> of the rose. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really good. The next story is called the direction of the road and this is a story told from the point of view of a tree next to a road mm. which is witnessing cars going past right but it's told from the point of view of something that doesn't move but relatively you know yes. rel- relativity rel- what is it the, whatever relativity means yes is that it thinks it's go it, it thinks it's moving past the things that are yes. like things are stationary on the road yeah. and the tree is zipping past them yeah. in reverse at 70 kilometers an hour or right. seven, you know 50 miles an hour <laughs> so i really that's one of my favorite stories because it's like it's you know these things where you read a short story and it's like a gag you know a lot of these like joke stories well i, I always say them like short stories are gags or jokes in other words that you set something up and there's like ah but it's not how you think and the story ends like there's yeah. no time for a real development yeah. but if it's a really good twist or a really fun idea mm-hmm. telling a, a story from the point of view of a tree is really good fun. And I've yes. seen this done. I've actually read multiple short stories told from the point of view of trees. And mm. it's often about like, oh, the tree is stationary and time is moving. So, you know, like civilizations rise and fall around it. And yeah. it is the tree that remains, even though other stuff, you know, same things with mountains. Like, oh, it's yeah. a story told from the point of view of a mountain that yes. is there. And it's all... Um, 
Uh, yeah, actually, I remember once when I was writing some of my own fiction, I wrote the opening chapters to the story from the point of a volcano right. watching. Uh, because I have this issue when I when I've written my own fiction is that. I, I always want the story to start like at the start of time. It's like first we've got to make the universe. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? You have and, to have to establish you know, how everything yeah, works. Yeah, sort of like <laughs> oh, okay. and so you know I do like the Peter of Hamilton sort of like all oh, right, Morning Star, light, light Mountain, or whatever it's called. Like let's yes. go back to the start of evolution on this planet. You know, <laughs> and I thought oh I'll tell this from the point of view of a, a volcano, and then the volcano goes off, and that is actually the thing that kicks off the main story right. is the yeah. volcano. Anyway, so again. Not, not claiming any originality but what makes this really good fun is that the it's not from it's a tree that doesn't think it's stationary mm. if you know what i mean yeah. it, it's a tree that thinks it is moving past the things that are going past it on the road really enjoyed that um then we have other things the white donkey don't remember that one too much um Gwillian's harp anyway uh, the buffalo gals is a is a fun one which is like a uh, like a, 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 a it, it reminds me a bit of uh, neil gaiman stuff uh, I'll put it this way. I think Neil Gaiman's is 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 copying some of this stuff with American Gods and also right. like the Graveyard Book, where like what would happen if humans were brought up, you know, Jungle uh, Jungle Book yeah. style, like yeah. oh Mowgli is brought up by the wolves and yes. then the lions, uh, not yeah. the lions, other than some tigers and a bear and stuff like that. But what if these were animals in the American West? Right. So buffalo girls and etc. Fun story as well. Um, then we get into there's a few others and then we get into this Oregon section um which is a place where it, it like these collection of stories all set on the like the coast of Oregon in and on the west coast of the United States yeah but some of the, but there's like four different stories um and some of them have like repeating characters and others have like repeating themes and then one is more of a fantasy of this town which moves around and the people are really annoyed that the town keeps moving around different locations and stuff okay yeah i would i understand that and, annoyance uh, and they kind of kind of blur together and yeah. stuff like that oh, which is all fine however my main issue with this story collection is the audible collection of the stories the Wait. chapter with with this first with this first volume. The, the whole volume of the unreal and the real you yeah. know volume 1 where on earth yeah is that a lot of the stories because they're grouped together by location like Orsinia at the start and yeah. then at the end the Oregon coast coastal town kind yes. of part they they're, they're collected together so you're not quite sure if oh is this still the same story as before do they not like have a proper like no okay. no that's right. the worst okay. thing about it audible has fucked up the chapters so some of the some of the stories have chapters within the short story because it's okay. like a novella or a novelette or whatever like so the the story short story itself has chapters mm. but they're not split apart they're all just collected together into one chapter in mm. the audiobook yeah but then the chapter isn't named in this collection so a, a chapter will end and carry on and then the new story won't be announced or oh, it, it will be announced, but it'll be announced as just the name. But some of them have names of chapters and some of them just have the name of the book. Ooh, okay. Yeah. At other points, the chapter separation doesn't happen when one of the short stories ends ah. and the next one begins. Halfway through an audible chapter, yeah. a short story will end. Right. And the next short story will begin. Yeah. And you've just got to, well, fucking sink or swim. Just go for it. Just yeah. know that this is it. Like, I hope you're paying 100% attention, but I'm 
not always paying 100 percent attention yeah. so it's difficult to then also go back to the beginning no, of it's one. impossible because yeah. you, yes. you're just scrubbing yeah. around anyway that says yeah. uh, this is what someone who's uh, audible uh, reviewed like review this is a solid connection of a uh, collection of short fiction muddied by audible's terrible job aligning chapter breaks with the actual beginning and ending of the short stories how can a company like company like that botch something so basic the first several stories lined up with the audiobook chapter breaks but later on the breaks seemingly became random making this worse was the fact that few of the stories had their own uh, a few of the stories had their own breaks and jumped around a bit character wise so when audible added random breaks i didn't know if i was starting a new story or a separate chapter of some of the time so yes. it's literally what i said like it was infuriating to go <laughs> am i still in the same show thankfully because they're like collected into these groups you could be like oh i'll just read these four short stories together and it doesn't really matter which one goes over because some of the characters continue from one story to the next yeah but later on it gets tricky because um these are published obviously at different times yeah i was just about that i had like basically two questions up until this point um when when are they all written and is it like a a time period of audible just doesn't tell you okay and also in the blurb of these like this is the worst thing about short story collections Mm. they'll often be a full short story collection but the information that you want outside of the book Mm. like sure if you have the paper book you can just open the front page and see a list of all the stories there yes but if you don't have the paper book you're just on your own if you have an audio book fucking sink or swim if you're just looking something up like oh on goodreads which stories were here in this collection on yes. goodreads yes goodreads doesn't tell you what stories are listed in the short story collection and it seems like i think that not all of the stories that other people are mentioning in this collection are even in the version that i had as the audiobook version okay it feels like if someone's read like a different there's like just an extra story at the end so it could of, be like the 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 unreal and the real a uh, published paperback uh, book collection yeah. could have different... It could have different stories, yeah. Yes. And okay. this happens all the time. Yeah. And so all I ever want, all I ever want from these short story collections on Goodreads, just put, just put, I just need one source of information. Thankfully, other people yes. on their Goodreads review say, here's the list of stories. Okay. And I'm like, thank you. So that's yeah. where I got the, some okay. of these lists of stories And here. then for me, it would always be very helpful if you just put a comma after the title and write down... The, the year when it was published yes it like, would be so really just, nice so, to have the, the, the like you know some just, people did actually let me have a look here they, you the, know you do that with books they have a, a date where they were published and yeah. that's just normal to have to to put this information together with a book so here somebody has off their own back done the sum of this Stuart um uh, a goodreads user his is the uh listed as the the most helpful community yeah. review no no of wonder this. yeah so he's as part of one where on earth and he doesn't he doesn't list all of his stories like here are some of my favorites and he puts the date oh, of the it date. as well yeah. so diary okay. of the rose 1976 yeah. direction of the road 1973 yeah uh, buffalo girls won't you come out tonight hugo award for best novel at world fantasy award for best novella 1987 so yeah you know and okay so yeah, that's some helpful. people have done some of this and it was actually really good because i made notes as mm-hmm. i was going going through yeah. but this person has made more like highlights of this collection of these yes. ones here as well that's very handy and it should not be down to the readers or listeners to have to do this no no of course not anyway yeah. the other thing is that like i say there's some themes that go through this and yeah. because these were written for different audiences at different times mm. 
she co- she comes back to some of the same ideas, which I've got no problems with mm. at all. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, at this point, I wrote a story about a woman who moves somewhere, and you're like, oh, where are you from? And she's kind of like nervous about saying pe- like where she's come from. Yeah. And then it turns out that her husband was abusing the children, and so she ended up like killing the husband, but then passing it off as a murder suicide of the husband, and then moving to the Oregon coast or whatever it was with somebody else, and then living in a motel on the Oregon coast. Okay. And then, like, two stories later, there's this story about a woman who is... The, the husband is abusing the kids and she kills the, the husband and then moves away and doesn't tell anyone for a And I'm like, oh, so it's the... You're, you're doing, like, a similar kind of idea that yes. the, the twist in both of these stories... Yeah. And I was like, was that me just falling asleep? Or no, I think it really is. Like, two of the different stories have got two different tellings right. of someone who has murdered their husband, mm. passed off the murder or disappearance of their husband as mm-hmm. whatever, moved to a different town got a new identity and is just uh, 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 is just oh no I think one of them she murders the husband another one she just moves away from the husband and changes name and identity and then later reveals why she is there and trying to keep a low profile and is actually like too too skilled to take the job that she's got like she's actually too good at it but she doesn't want to make any trouble and stuff like that because you know she murdered her husband um, yeah, and, but uh, but that's yeah, but that's the thing of uh, short story collections yeah. like that that will always happen is that you have stories that were written at a certain time yeah. uh, in point point in yeah, time. Yeah, I'm not saying it's like bad. I'm just saying it's like these these two stories were obviously not. Dis, like when she was writing these two stories she's like oh I want to have another s- go at this Yeah. and when she was writing that second story she was never expecting that story to be two short stories later yes. in a short story collection yes. um, much later on I have a question here at that yes. moment yeah. um, do you like it's, there's a few times now that you and I have read story collections purely by one author like an author and then it's a collection of short stories they wrote right yes there also exist like short story collections where you have a collection of short stories all written by different authors. Yeah. So this kind of stuff that you just explained yeah. is less likely to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly what I'm saying. In in its in their natural environments, nobody would read these two stories back to back. Yes. But because these short story collections have been collected by theme, yeah. the two stories of like an American woman killing a husband and then moving to yes. the Oregon coast both go together in the Oregon coast section yeah, yeah, at yeah. the end of the book. My question is... Yeah. Do you have a preference? Like, I know you, you're not so generally into short stories, but if, if you would have the, the, like, let's say there's the choice, a short story collection by one author yeah, or a, a short story, uh, like an anthology by different no, authors. I have almost no interest in reading short story collections which aren't by one author okay like that's why i really enjoyed reading like you know the well shots yeah like the isaac asimov i read all the robot books weirdly i I looked back again couldn't find it and again i didn't do a review of the full short story collection yes because i because instead we did it for the we i i went for the short stories in the uh uh, you know, I just talked about that at the start of the um, episode 500, the right. first first short story it, or first yes. science fiction Luke read, you know, that yes. stuff. So either way, no, I would like, I'm not interested. I want to see how one author develops over time and tackles the same subject okay. in short story form yeah. time and time again throughout the whole career yeah. or for, throughout like whatever, like, oh, here's, you know, like a Peter Hamilton. Here's a short story collection. All of the short stories that I wrote set in 
you know the commonwealth yes. or whatever yeah. it is yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay. I, I'm, I much prefer that kind of yeah no it's not that I much prefer that's the only short story collections i'll bother reading okay i'm not interested in anthologies right. really i'm only interested in one person tackling a theme or an idea or, or, or a collection of their best from across their career yeah because again uh, the orsinia stuff if it was just one of those short stories i'd be like eh, yeah whatever but because the, it develops over time and you see the development of the country and you know um uh, Ursula K. Le Guin is from an anthropologist, sociologist yes. uh, <laughs> family. Her, both yeah. her parents were like professors of anthropology. Yeah. And so she grew up with that, you know, and that's what she's doing all in all these stories. It feels everything is anthropological science fiction. Yeah, you're just watching. <laughs> um, and uh, and then I have another question of uh, like, yeah. you said that some of these short stories in the collection, in the aud audible, uh, I don't know, no, no, maybe also in the books, um, have then chapters so how long are like generally are they like are they very different lengths yeah like, some some of the short stories are very short like yeah. 10 minutes and some of them are like you know an hour and a half or Ooh, whatever okay, like okay, so, so it is it is diverse okay let's move on to unreal the un the, the real the unreal and the real volume two outer space in a lands because this is where i want to go through some of the stories a bit more right. uh, in in a bit more uh, detail here yes this is where i think let me put it this way. If you're only going to read one of the short story collections, right. only read the second one. Okay. Plus, like, four stories from the first one. Like, Diary of the Rose, Direction of the Road, um, uh, uh, Buffalo Girls, and maybe one or two others or something like that. Like, there wasn't any really standout collections there. It's just someone who is good at writing with interesting characters. But it is very, like, kind of mundane in a lot of time. Okay. You're just sort yeah. of like, yeah, and here's a person... You living can say in a that, motel you can and say like, that living on earth it's kind of mundane yeah. no it's not no it's not about being on earth it's just that the stories aren't particularly interesting if because they're written about like like for example all the orsinia ones written in the 1970s about a fictional like 1970s soviet state yeah. like soviet bloc like yeah. east germany or something and i'm like ah what people what you could get out of something a story written in 1973 it's we you know you just look at life differently now yeah. you know yeah. we're so far removed from it that yeah. you know yes. it, it, it doesn't have the same impact so the better one the better volume is the second volume, volume not the better volume the volume yes much much better much much better because this is where she can really shine so right. her like i say anthropology is what she does yeah. quite a few of these are literally stories about anthropologists visit, visiting other places yeah some of them aren't even stories about anthropologists visiting other places they're just the anthropology report like here yeah. is my paper and here is what i learned and it's yeah. just sort of someone got, and, I, and then i interviewed this person and then i interviewed that person and then i went here and discovered this and that's my report and right. you go oh so that is the short story is, is somebody the... who obviously grew up with anthropologist parents reading anthropology reports <laughs> like it's like just textbooks yes. about anthropology okay. but about you know fake anthropology yes. so what she does that the the hainish cycle or the hainish world yeah the idea is that um prehistory on lots of different planets someone they establish a new um uh culture or new not no culture let me put it this way a new breed or uh, of humanity mm -hmm. so not a new species but like a new breed yeah so each one of them is genetically modified in a way which is suitable for that uh, planets, you know, set up, whatever. Environment. Environment. Yeah. But also just as a let's fuck about and see what it would be like if humans could grow wings or if humans had different genders or maybe right. it was like this or maybe, yeah. you know. So that's the idea. So that the galaxy has been seeded with uh, lots and lots of different planets with lots of different life, mm -hmm. you know. 
and and there's various different so we're not seeing other aliens we're seeing variations of humanity okay um and this is the same thing with left hand of darkness and the dispossessed it's all yeah. like oh okay this we're we're dealing with humans with human psychology and humans with this and humans with that human but, origin yeah but yeah. they're you know hermaphrodites or they change gender or yeah. they don't have genders you know yeah. that's been you know in the left hand of darkness or is it the dispossessed i can't remember which one is yeah. which no, left hand of darkness <laughs> i think is that one um so yeah she gets to play around with human psychology yeah. but intentionally changed human physiology right. and how that would play out with different human psychology and then how it would change their history in the society and how to observe that and how to observe it. and yes. then the people observing it and comparing it to the people where they come from so like right. oh we come from earth i guess or where wherever yeah. the uh, anthropologists come from in the stories right but also the anthropologists don't have to be originally human they could no. also be from no, a no, different planet true. with different genetic modifications going to another planet planet observing mm. the, it's a bit like in isaac asimov's uh um the the book that we recently read um where it's like they the caves of steel yes, no no where, the, caves of steel, the, the um the sun the naked sun the naked yeah sun. yeah where like the different kind of like societies live yeah. and develop different and then yep. you go and look at how they how they are it's living. like i know it's weird to say it's like science fiction 101 is uh -huh. like something's different in this world yes how would humans be different in that <laughs> yeah. world so yeah. it's what it is and so let's go through some of these the ones who walk away from the omelas omelas i don't know and this is one where it's only world building it's like here is a situation on this planet and it's right. this uh you know this weird um social kind of game theory what is the life of a child worth compared to whatever you know mm -hmm. um so that's very good um, then we've got Semler's Necklace, which is set uh, among Rokanan's world, which, again, is another one of these stories that I want to get to, uh, just to review it, because it's like the first book of the Hainish cycle or the first one that she wrote. Anyway, put that aside. Okay. It's from the point of view of two different things, and it's from one point of view. It's a fantasy novel from the people down on the planet. Right. And from the scientists in, who, who are there to see it, it's a uh, science fiction. So we've seen this before. Oh, it's like Elder Race. Yeah, it's like Elder Race, <laughs> but it's, it's not just like... Like Elder Race, what Elder Race was copying was yeah, yeah, again yeah, very much Ursula K. Le Guin. That yeah. was with the the was it the Planet of Exile? That one was when the Snow yes. Planet. So yes. similar kind of thing here, and it's talking about hilfs and hilfs are high intelligence light forms. Mm. So non-human evolved species, also human evolved species, um, which are the hilfs. So mm. if you get to a planet and there's hilfs there, you can't mess around with them. You've got to let them develop yeah. by themselves. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's like that's sent, a, sentient that's, life form. On that's a, a pretty good story. Yeah, pretty good story. Next okay. one is called Nine Lives, and it's not nine lives after each other. It's someone who's cloned themselves ah. to be like a scientist has been like, oh, I'm on this scientific outpost, and then I've cloned myself many times. Various like you know, I guess if there's nine of them, maybe five men and four women, or six men and three. I can't remember what it was, but like various different men and women all cloned for it, and it's like an exploration of is that a good idea? Like everyone gets along well because they're all the same person, and then there's this this conversation of like okay so if you have sex with a clone of yourself is that masturbation or is it incest or is it something else if you know what i mean so that kind of thing some fun twists and turns yeah. in that one as well yeah um the next one is mazes which is like uh, i made a note here animal testing in a maze so okay. you're testing animals but from which point of view from the point of the the rat in the maze or the scientist uh -huh. do, 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 do. again that not a very good uh, not no look this way not a long short story because again you set it up and there's yeah. a twist and you're going um the first contact with the gorgonids is a um 
is a fun story about a racist American couple traveling across Australia looking for aboriginals mm-hmm. or aboriginals Abor- uh, ab- yeah. you know first nations Aborig- i don't even know what the term Aborigines. is now it, in this but it's about someone a couple that is so racist that they meet aliens and go ah here's the aboriginals oh. at Ayers rock or wherever they're going to right. um, again using the the words that are written in 1970s and stuff it, uh, talking about uh if you see someone like and and i think this is got like this like meta commentary on this yeah, book yeah. is that if you're human and you don't accept and you don't know what humanity is you'll think aliens are human or humans are aliens or whatever like that yes so um that was a, a joke it's very much a joke story because you can see immediately where it comes at the start of the the short story you're like i know where this is going and it's just right. cleverly written yes. to get there that's a fun one um the showbiz story and it says Churton drive breaks causality on a test mission and you know what don't remember much about that one <laughs> okay um next up is this is a story called betrayals and it's this um this planet where there's like the political leader who's disgraced and is outcast and then he goes out into the country and is like oh i'm just going to be a hermit and live out in the mm. country mm. and it's told from the point of view of a retired school teacher who also is like i'm going to be a hermit and live out in the in yeah. the country and then they meet up and stuff happens and they make a connection and you're like is this romance or is it not romance and i'm going through and at the end, I'm like, did he like? And it's one of those things that I like. I don't want to give too much away at the end, but my my quandary at the end is sort of like, is this a romance or is this a story about a man gaslighting a woman because he, you know, he needs someone to like, he wants someone to look after him. So hmm. like, you, you know, I mean, I'll just say it. He, uh, at one point, her house burns down and he's like oh you looked after me when i was ill and now your house is burnt down you can come and live with me and they're like okay i can live with you and they, and it's sort of like sets but up for the end of the book burn the house down. exactly that's my only yeah, question yeah, I'm like did he that's like did he burn her house down? it's the only note that i made when i finished the story so i'm like what is this is this meant to be and again i looked at some other people's and they're like oh you know it's a romance and someone else on their review says an ambiguous romance and i'm like it's not ambiguous it's like there's one question did he burn her house down because yes. he wanted someone to come and live with him and keep him like stop him being lonely when his right. old age and help him yeah. cook food or whatever yeah like yeah, yeah yeah um so a fun it's like story the, the Mun- munchausen syndrome <laughs> yeah what a, what's that munchausen by proxy oh no it's not quite that but yeah it's more like you know yeah uh, uh weird gaslighting but again i don't know so yeah. then you get then after this we get like two or three yeah two stories which kind of go together um which one is called the matter of segre and segre is a a society where um something's messed up with the genetics mm. there was overpopulation or whatever something mm. messed up with the genetics and now only one in every 20 or no it's one in every 10 births is a male otherwise everyone's female mm. but then only about one in five of those males um actually grow up to be healthy right so the men are locked away in castles and kept as like <laughs> pampered fuck slaves yeah. if you know what i mean yeah so it's sort of like right, yeah. hey come on and they compete for each other and it reminds me very much actually of um when we were in uh, when we were doing a tour when we were, where were we zambia or something no zimbabwe and we went to the the antelope park which they had a a, a lion a captive lion breeding program yeah and then they release the some of them they're, they're training lions to you know to make a fake pride so they can release them back into the wild 
child. Yeah. And they have the males. And the only job that the males had to do was to inseminate the females. Yeah. And then the females would go out and do all the hunting. And literally there was some, you know, a collection. And they were just sort of like, okay, which one of you is the strongest or whatever? So they'd put food out. Yeah. And then they would release like five male lions at the time. And the first one that got to the food, they're like, all right, he's fit. And the ones that kind yeah. of slinked around in the background, you're like, ah, that's not what we win. And it's the same kind of thing here. Yeah. So there's different games and sports and different things that the men have to play. like as, Right, uh, before they figure out who is the next one to... Uh... Well, well, no, no. The, the, the better you do in the dance competitions or the sports competitions or the fight competitions. Oh, or how the men you, uh, the amongst... Men. Yeah, the men do that and the ones who do well get to get to be the fuck slaves of the women. And the women are running all the rest of society and the men are just kept as these pampered, you know, toys, you know, breeding stock. And it's really good fun. And there's then there's like a there's there's a few different stories like like brought together in this one, you know. So it's like, is this one short story or is it like a collection of mini short stories to make a novella kind of thing? And it's really fun because there's like one of them is a love story and one of them is like a a story about the open gate policy and is very much sort of like it's i would say it's like switching of gender roles but it's not even that it's like switching gender roles from what we have yeah historically yeah, on yeah, Earth yeah, yeah. or in generally uh but then taking even to a more extreme yeah to have like not a patriarchy but a matriarchy and then and then exploring yeah but even then it's not even a matriarchy because it's like it's like the all the worst aspects of a patriarchy yes. and like layering on top matriarchy stuff and yes. reducing like again you could say oh yeah it's, it feels very much like you know women in you know islamic countries and they have to be in veils and they're not allowed to go into the same room. it's all of that plus if there was only you know for every one male there was only you know to like if for, for every uh, 30 males there was only one female and then yeah. th- that means they're very valuable and and all that kind of stuff so yeah. there is there's i thought that was one of the strongest sections or collections of, of of chapters or short stories or whatever it is yeah and then it continues on with solitude which is a bit like segre it's like a it's the, the the planet it feels like it's set in the same world it's dealing with the same thing but it's kind of like post a bit more post not societal collapse but it's sort of like the stuff that's happened there now fast forward 300 years what's that same society going to be like right. as we're trying to men are trying to find their place yes. in the world and yes. stuff like ah oh, are men allowed to go to university hmm okay so <laughs> men either have to be in fuck uh, in the fuck camps you know they're either in the in the brothels or whatever it is in the insemination camps yeah. or they can become students and there's this thing where like oh there's a group and it's it's really brutal and really good really really good like the, just the exploration of the of the topics then yeah and yeah, the, yeah how would it play out yeah yeah I like that. Weirdly enough, uh-uh. I thought that was really good. Yeah. All of that stuff was really good, even though it's like really brutal. The next story is called The Wild Girls, and it's about female sex slaves. And something I'm like, oh, no, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because then it's like a really brutal and tragic story. And it, then it felt too real about like that women yeah. can be sex slaves, if you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, I yeah. didn't enjoy it anymore because I'm like, oh, no, like I don't want the world to be. I don't want a world that's like this because yeah. and then it felt like t- too close, a little bit too close to home. And it's sort of like, oh, they're talking about slaves, but then wives. But then the wives have to come from a different caste. So it's sort of like a, a caste based system where gender really plays into it. But right. in both sides, male and yes. female genders, yes, like the men are kind of as, as, a, as a slave 
they're a slave to the caste system mm-hmm. as the women are, mm-hmm. but it, you know, obviously have more power. And so there's a whole kind of thing. It's like, is everybody a slave in this society? There is. It doesn't seem like there's anyone. Yeah. And everybody's offspring is like a slave of a different caste. So it's this very clever thing. But also, I was very sad at the end of that story. And but so that was that was placed after the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone, and I don't know who, made the decision. I think Ursula K. Le Guin put these she, stories she in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, because these they do follow on from each other. Really, a lot of them right. really do. And that's why I'm not interested in a, an anthology right. because it's either someone says this anthology is going to be on this topic, yes. and then it's all too dense, and I'm like, ah, actually, I don't need another story about a gender swapped yeah. patriarchal matriarchal society and something like. That. But if it's like one person going mm-hmm. right, here's some like three or four stories on this theme, and now let's move on to a different theme. Yeah. It really works well. Yeah. The next story is called "The Flyers of Guy" or Guy, I can't remember. And it's and it's all like his interviews and explain explaining with these humans who some of them grow wings when they go through puberty. Okay. It's fine. Okay. But yeah. it felt like it was a story, which I actually just wanted it to be a story rather than here is my anthropologist report from okay. this person, and then yeah. I found out this and found out about this and found out about. This. And this is not a Hainish cycle one because there's some kind of like. Um, alternate universe kind of thing that we go through a portal and another earth is like this Mm -hmm. Um, and it's fine but I wanted a bit better Um, and also I've read it before right the next one I've also read before it's called The Silence of Asanu Uh, it's a study of a a planet where everyone is mute like everyone grows up and by the time when you go through puberty you just don't talk again after puberty and because everyone and it's it's a play on the but they can talk they could talk, but they don't talk. Okay. It's one of these so, things that they... No, no, but it's an important differentiation. Is it patho- pathologically that they can't talk? Or do they Honestly, not, it doesn't matter. Should they not... It doesn't matter. They can talk, but the right. point is they don't talk. Right. And it's the... It, it, it's literally a short story based around the phrase, if you can't think of anything nice oh. to say, don't say anything <laughs> at all. Or, or, or the other expression is... Um, it's better to be silent and let people think you're stupid than to open your mouth and to remove all doubt or whatever right. the expressions are okay. like better to be better to shut up and be silent and yeah. people think you're clever rather than opening your mouth and well, yeah again I'm just saying the same expression again yeah. so it's a play on that with yeah. people who go there and a cult springs up around the planet where people don't say anything so if you do meet someone and they do say something it gets all this import I've read this short story before mm-hmm. and when I started reading it again i'm like oh it's this one and i was uh-huh. like oh, you know, eye roll because it is a bit of an eye roll it's fun but it feels but because i read it before it felt like it went on three times too long right and course. i already knew what was going to happen yeah the next story is called the ascent of the north face how, how many like just in total how many in the like second... five five more stories to go that i want to talk about oh okay the ascent of the north face it's uh, gnomes climbing a human house but treating it like it's Everest and they're like I know we got up to the, the gutter and then we got up to the window ledge and I'm like yeah 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 whatever it's dumb but you know whatever not all of them can be amazing yeah um, that's funny then there's a, a collection of short stories or a collection I would say short stories there's a collection of anthropological anthropological reports yeah. about discovering um, that ants can talk and we just need to understand what they do. And then leaves can talk. And then there's ferro-linguistics. I can't remember what that was. There's dances, the dances that the pet... Like, in other words, all of... Everything talks. Everyone, everything talks. We just haven't understood the um, acacia seeds yet. Right. Plants too, maybe rocks, whatever. Yeah. And 
nah, didn't didn't do anything for me. Again, if it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, mind blown if I was reading this, you know, in the 1960s or 70s mm. when it written, maybe. But now I'm just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Then we've got another <laughs> like joke story about it's the wife's story about a werewolf, but uh, from the from the the lady dog's point of view, not from the lady whatever. Then we right. get the names of the rule of names, which is there's literally a character called Underhill, and I'm like, all right, so we're doing Hobbit, and then I'm like, okay, so it's a Hobbit style story set in like an Earthsea kind of world because yeah. in Earthsea it's all about if you know the name of someone, it has power over you, and I'm like, ah, but I read with Earthsea, and this is not as good as that. Um, then there's another one about it's called Small Change, paying the ferryman is what I put here. Didn't really. T- oh, then we got uh, got nothing to say about the summer because not all of these stories are great. Um, the poacher. I thought this was good. It's Sleeping Beauty because yeah. someone grows up and he's sort of like, oh, out here there's a there's a um, you know a, there's a thicket of bushes of, yeah. of thorns. Yeah. And he goes around and he's like, oh, I can walk all the way around this thick, thicket of bushes yeah. uh, of thorns. And and then he's like, oh, I'm going to get an axe and a saw. And so every evening he goes out there and <laughs> hacks, he, hacks, he, his, way hacks his way through. Huh. And I think he's meant to be like a prince hacking the way through with a sword or whatever. Yeah. But he just gets through, gets through to the other other side. And he's sort of like, oh, I mean, I mean, it never says this is Sleeping Beauty from the point of view of a poacher who isn't meant to be going in there. Right. But he's going in there because he's like, you know, he discovered it. every time he goes out poaching in the forest, he finds this and slowly works his way through it after it's like two years of hacking through thorns and he gets in there. And then he's like, Oh, it's really nice in here. Everyone's quiet and it's really peaceful <laughs> and everyone's sleeping. And so, yeah, he just... He just lives among the sleeping he, people. He fi- yeah, he lives among the sleeping people. He finds this sleeping beauty princess and is sort of like, mm, nah, not, not going to go for it. Not going to go for but it. But he would he would know what to do. I think so. I do mean, think- it's like, again, it's like, like how self-aware is he, he that if he kisses the right person, yes. he'll be the prince and the ruler of this thing. And he's sort of like, no, I actually quite like it where, where it's like, it's eternally like mid-spring. Everyone's just sleeping where they do. I eat the food and it comes back again. Oh, awesome. He finds someone who's just had sex, like this couple who's just had sex and then he has sex with the woman. Ooh. And I'm like, mm, a little bit rapier. Than, like this fairy story, a bit more rape in well, it than I Expected. But then you think, ah, okay, but is kissing this is kissing Sleeping Beauty? That's like non-consensual. It's like yeah. a bit weird. Yeah. So if you just go, oh, let's bypass the kissing the Sleeping Beauty, who ah. the, and you get to be prince. What about finding a woman who's just had sex and the guys of the, the, the sorry the guy and the girl have just rolled apart, but she's still there and she's like sleeping. But he's sort of like, yep, I I did my deed in her, but she's fine because she'll stay asleep. She'll never know what happened. And I'm like, hmm. Like it, it, it kind of, and then I was like, that's all the story was about for me. So I'm like, oh, this is like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, yeah, sleep, like, uh. and I was like that, and that was it for me for the rest of the time. I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't want like rape bits in my in my fairy tale retelling. But then I guess like a lot of those fairy tales are about yes. you know, in in one way or the other, is it Little Red Riding Hood? Oh, she's red and the red cloak popping a cherry. What's it all about? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, um, don't get the raped, big, big I guess. Wolf. Yeah. Whatever. Mm. Either way, it kind of. And it's but your that, fault but that wasn't the twist it, in the story. That just happened halfway and it's through. It's your fault because you were wearing the red. Yeah. Whatever. He, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't wear a short dress. Whatever. Any, either yes. way. All of that aside, what I'm trying to say is that this it felt like a throwaway comment halfway through the story that he just rapes a woman, and then the story just carries on, and then I'm like, are Wait we not second. addressing that? Yeah. Hey, hey, Ursula Kayla Quinn, can we go back to that? 
Yeah. And he does himself like, yeah, and I grew old and she was the one that I would have sex with and it was really great. Oh, and, everyone, I and I was just like, I was like, oh no, oh no, I don't want it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, but quite fun. But also don't like it. Um, the second to last story is called Sir. What's Sir? S-U-R. Big Sir. No, Sir. S-U-R. Yeah. In Spanish is South. This is the story ah. of South, a South American women's adventuring club. Okay. So, like, two women from Buenos Aires and two women from, you know, uh, Santiago and two women from uh, Rio de Janeiro and two women from Uruguay, Montevideo. Now I'm trying to think of all the Bogota, you know. So it's like 12, 12 women decide that they hear about Shackleton's adventures in the South and they hear about some other people going down to the South Pole and they're like, we're, we're closer to the South Pole. We know to do this. We've yeah. been up mountains. We can do this. Yeah. So they get, a, um, they get a, 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 a captain of a ship to drop them all off on the whatever ross i shall i don't know what it is shore of antarctica yeah and they and they and it's a fun gender swapped women's expedition to the south pole cool and they and they actually get there first yeah and they get back first oh they don't want to hurt men's feelings oh and that's the twist at the end so i'm like yeah we actually did it and got back in time and we didn't all die and we got there first and then you know scott of the antarctic made it there and amundsen or whatever it was yeah and they were like "Mm, let Let's let ha- them have let, it. Ha- let the men have their small victories of getting that we all we all know that we got there you know six <laughs> months before or a year or whatever or whatever it was before nice, them nice. i guess not six months it would have been it would have been the same season yeah. so the same summer yeah. antarctica summer we made it there mm-hmm. and we made it back and we got there first and we were like should we leave anything here at the south pole Nah, let's uh, yeah no there's no problem we don't want to litter we don't want to leave stuff around so they just they just That's come funny. back and it's fine but it's one of those stories where you just get oh this the, it's a it's a joke you know it's a joke yeah, story yeah, yeah. and at the time i was like oh you know she's ursula kayla Gwynn's pretty good with this like across the ice adventuring stuff and i'm like yeah that's the that's the left hand of darkness we do we have an across the ice adventuring <laughs> section in that book and i was like she was trying some stuff out here yeah, yeah. either way and then the the last short story is called she unnames them which is eve unnaming all the animals because adam names all the animals right. and eve is like mm, think about her unname all the she goes there unnames all the animals and then goes to adam see you later and just leaves and it's sort of like an undoing of the adam and eve story <laughs> and it's fine but it's just okay it's eve fucking about and it's fun yeah. it's fun it's fun stuff you know because yes. and again a lot of this stuff is sort of like the short stories even the all of the short stories which i didn't think were that good were short enough that i was like ah i see the joke yeah. well it's a well written short story joke but yeah. in the end I mean, yeah that's a that's a strength is that yeah. even even the the ones that are like just ah yeah, yeah. it's re- it's well written even in the first yeah. collection the you know where on earth collection yeah. part one everything everything is well written mm-hmm. like there's nothing not well written here hmm. but it's just again it just the, the, i just didn't find the stories interesting yeah. and at least in the second book i found all the stories at least interesting mm. if not satisfying as short stories and that i, I but there's some really strong section let me put this there's some really strong short stories i right. mean again these are what they were all like nominated for various awards or won yes. awards this is a very strong short story collection and the stuff that isn't that strong is at least short. Yes. So, yeah, I'm going to give a rate. I don't always do this, give ratings for short stories collections. Are you rating both volumes? No, I'm only going to rate the, st- the the second volume. Okay. 
But this will just be listed under Unreal and the Real, so people know my opinions about the first one. Yeah. Yeah. There's like in the first short story collection, there's four really good short stories. Yeah. In the second one, out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Out of the second short story collection, out of the 20 short stories, 10 of them are really good. Right. Five of them are, are, are good. Uh, yeah. And the other five are like, meh, whatever. Yeah. But short you know, enough. But short enough yeah. that the meh, whatever, doesn't bring... There's not a short story here where I was like, well, that spoils my enjoyment of all the other stories. Yeah. Whereas in the I first book, there was quite a few where I'm just sort of like... Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we got to the end of that short story. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to the next. Yeah. You know. Okay. So, I will Your rate rating? It. Yeah. I mean, I don't just want to go five stars because it's, it's, it's not that, yeah, it's not that great. But I think definitely four stars. Good. You know, it's a solid four star book. It's free on the Audible uh, yeah. uh, collection. Yeah. So we and was it just... one person reading it all the same? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me go over to the Audible page here. Um, read by Tandy Cronin. Mm-hmm. who I don't know, but she's, I guess, done a lot of these recorded books. Yeah, uh, it looks like, here. is that all free library? No, they're not all on the free library, but... Um, but it's all the books with are. the red stripes across, so yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I thought the that's... Recorded, that's, just, that's just one of the... That's just the style of one of the publishers. That oh, they, I see. Recorded books has okay. the normal front cover, but they put in this bar, bar, uh, these banners so you yeah. kind of always recognise it. That's, okay. Oh, it's from recorded books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, it. but it looks like she does lots of short stories. No, lots of short stories. Lots of stories here. So is a good and successful audiobook narrator and did a great job with these. Again, it's good to have like a, um, a female narrator because a lot of these stories are told from female point of view. Yeah. In fact, I, there's only like three or four stories in all of them where you'd think, oh, yeah, the main character is a man and it's told from a male point of view. Yes. Most of them are either, you know, if the main character is a man, it's told from a woman's point of view or just it's a, a neutral point of view and it's featuring women. An so, anthropologist's uh, report. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. And then, yes, the anthropologist report could be in any voice because it's just yes. sort of like and now some scientific something something yeah, something. yeah, yeah. um cool. all very good not all very good yeah. all definitely worth reading in volume two four stars from you uh, uh volume two uh, is how? uh is about 13 so about 14 hours of audiobook here so like a proper novel length chunk of reading and again th the ones that follow on from each other thematically uh it really they it really hangs together right. really hangs yeah. together yeah uh, uh, any of your um, Goodreads uh, follower friends? Uh... Uh, yeah, I guess I could look here. Um, uh, rent this. The, 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 the one story collection, the, the collection with that the, there, no. Uh, friends and following. Jeff rated, this is the second volume. Yes, he rated it four stars. Yeah. He goes through and say, um, some re some of my favorites are Semler's Necklace, First Contact with the Gorgonids. <laughs> Yeah, and just looking at this stuff. The, um, the, the Matter of Segri, The Flyers of Guy, The Wife's Story and Small Change, um, and she unnames them. Yeah, so you've got some some of the favourites in common. So that's it. Thank you very much, Jeff Copen. Uh, and he read this in, oh, September 8th, 2023. Oh, so he obviously now. saw that I was reading it and read it because I finished this. I was reading this collection, you know, throughout the summer. It's been it's been yeah. my, Luke has finished an audiobook but doesn't want to start another audiobook. What's he listening to? I'll check out another few short stories yeah, from these yeah. two collections. That's so I, I actually started reading this first selection, uh, the first one, in May or something, I don't even remember. Yeah, oh, I, actually, I, maybe I could look in my in my library. Um, no, it doesn't tell me. It doesn't tell me when I downloaded this. Yeah. Um, cool. Any other questions? Um, uh, Otherwise, we'll wrap it up there. Yeah. 
And what's next? Well, I read halfway through Eon by Greg Baird. Do you want to talk about that? Because, I mean, I've got like 10 minutes to say about it. I didn't finish it, but we could totally do a 10-minute podcast about Eon by Greg Baird. It was recommended, or people in the audiobook, sorry, in the SFBRP listener group on Goodreads said, read some Greg, Greg Baird. And I was like, I will read some Greg Baird. And now I regret have it. You, have you read something by yeah, Greg Baird Yeah, I've read Bear this before. book before. Oh. Uh, tell you what, we'll press pause now or press stop now. Well, I'll just do another... We can just do another 10 minutes on that. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye.